I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for being here this week. Episode 78. We're going to talk about promotion mindset and what that actually means. And to give you context, here's what I want to cover today. Sometimes I do these shows a little differently, these episodes a little differently. Sometimes I'm focused on the entrepreneur. Sometimes I'm focused on people at home. And then oftentimes I'm focused on people at work and some of the things that I've worked on with clients to get them to that next level within whatever organization they're working in. And that's one of the things that I wanted to cover today. So when I talk about promotion mindset, what I want to talk about today are the three levels that we operate at within an organization. And as we move up and we have this desire to move up in an organization, but it requires more than just being really good at whatever it is that you do. It requires a mindset shift. And I'm going to explain what that really means. Mindset's not the best word, but it's the best word I could come up with on, on this lovely morning. And so that's what I'm going to run with. Uh, I've said many times on this show, my people, my like ideal client is what I call the other hypo, right? We've got these high potential people in an organization. They get executive coaching. They get mentors. They're on the fast track. They're doing all these things. And that's great. Those are good people. My people are the other hypo. Those people that I call the hidden potential who aren't on the fast track, but they could be and should be if they had the right mentorship. And most organizations are loaded with these hidden kinds of talent that have a desire to be in the C-suite, but they may not know how to articulate that desire, or they may not know how to have the conversation on how to get to that next particular level to say, look, I'm a VP of marketing. I actually have a desire to be a CMO, and they may not be thinking of you in that way. So how do we change that, that type of mindset? Because when we don't articulate that, when we don't articulate where it is that we want to go in an organization, Nobody's going to think of it for us. And it's up to us to articulate our desires on where we want to go. This leads to how to get better feedback from your manager. I want to be a CMO in the next 10 years. What do I have to do versus just how am I doing today? Uh, it, it could drive a lot of the, the different uh, ways that we approach how we move up in an organization, how we think about our own personal development, and how we think about being successful and what successful actually means. So many people that I work with, these hidden potentials, are fantastic individual contributors, okay? And that's really phase one. There are three steps. We've got individual contributor, which I'm going to talk about in a little minute, uh, talk about in a minute. And these people are great individual contributors. Many of them have teams. Most of them have teams. And they're pretty good managers, right? So they've done whatever they have done really well. Now they recognize that they've got a team and they're doing their best to manage this team in the best way. They're thinking about what's best for their people. They could use some work in terms of how to be a, an excellent manager, and then, so you go from individual to team, then you have to get up to enterprise. And that's where many people stall, is they stop at this enterprise level type of thinking because they haven't been told to think in that particular way. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about that today because this is what nobody tells you about moving to the C-suite. And this comes from, from years of me in corporate working with the C-suite 
primarily in a communication standpoint, but also business development, um, investor relations. There have been a few different roles, business strategy that I've worked in and had to manage the C-suite and getting people ready to present to the C-suite or present to boards and how to properly think about beyond their particular world to say, you know what, okay, now I understand that this is at a completely whole different level and this is how I need to operate. So I want to cover those three. So if you're just starting in your career, I'm going to tell you probably where you are, especially if you're in a large organization. If you've been in your career for about, I don't know, 10, 15, maybe even 20 years, you're probably right smack in this kind of team mindset type of contributor. And then we've got the, your enterprise level. And some of you may be on that cusp. Some of you may already be there. I want you to think about your C-suite role in this particular way. So let's talk about... Um, Let's talk about individual contributor, because a lot of this is, you know, you hear the whole saying, don't dress for the job you have, dress for the job you want. It's don't think for the job you have, think for the job that you want. And we have to change the, this this thinking. So most people, when we first get started, um, and think back to when you first started at work, you're an individual contributor, right? Type up this report, uh, do this analysis, um, get approval for X, Y, Z, yada, 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 yada. And oftentimes people are really good and they, they do that really well. They're good at taking direction and saying, you tell me where you want me to go and I will go do this. And, and once we do that really well for a certain period of time, if we have the right relationships, we've done the right work, you might get promoted to lead other people. And that's good. Now, it's a separate discussion on just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at leading other people to do that. That's a very different uh, <laughs> type of discussion. If you're really good at sales, I've seen many people who are really good at sales are terrible at managing other salespeople. Um which is another discussion on on how to properly uh, how to properly get people ready for that. But um, the big struggle many people have when you start to lead these people, we all know what an individual contributor is, and people are good at that. Many people, when they go to manage these teams, though, it's a little bit different because you have to think beyond just what one person is doing, and that gets you to phase two, and that's your team mindset. So, team mindset uh, is basically you're thinking about. And this is where a lot of leadership coaching and leadership thought and, um, you know, these people making their quick five minute videos telling you why you're a bad leader and what, you know, these 50 million things you have to do. Most of it's focused on this team mindset. That's where most of the research, you know, great leaders do this every morning for coffee. Um, so when we think about team mindset, really, it's about how do you two plus two equals five, right? For a bad analogy, but that's what it is. How do you get the, the, the individual pieces to create more as a whole? And that's what team mindset's about. So how are you moving work amongst your people? Uh, how are you getting these people to, 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 to be better? How are you leveraging multiple levels of expertise to align with other parts of the organization so that you could be really productive? And again, you're still receiving direction from the top to execute in this particular world, but now you've got a group of people to do that. So it's a, it's a slightly different mindset. It's more of uh, how do you manage people versus how do you actually get things done? How do you uh, align work and, and communicate a vision that is aligned with a bigger picture and get people to buy into that? And so it's a different skill set, a very different skill set than just an individual contributor aspect. And that's where a lot of uh, organizations are beginning to invest in coaching. We generally do it as a group because they don't want to spend that much money um, on people who are just managing a team. But uh, we have to understand where does this team fit in the bigger picture of the organization, and this is what we're doing. So I'm leading an accounting team. Okay, we know we have to get the numbers ready. We have to do that, and we're going to present this up to the CFO, and then they're going to go do other things throughout the organization. If I'm in marketing, I might 
Uh, maybe I'm the VP of, I don't know, customer email campaigns. I, who knows? I don't know what the, you know, fine. So I've got my team here of, you know, customer outreach, let's say, and this person maybe runs emails and this person maybe runs uh, an ad campaign. And we're just only focused on marketing based on what we're told by the CMO. Okay, we've got this initiative from product coming and we're just going to go do this marketing campaign. So um, how people get things done, as long as it's effective, is generally moot. But you're there to help them get things done in the most effective way. And that's, you know, I've got my team and this is what's going to be great. And this is where most people stall. This is where you know, you've got different levels of team mindset. Okay, you've got a small team, you've got a large team, you've got all these different you know types of things. So that doesn't matter, but the general mindset is there. Is I have a set team within a bigger organization. This is what we're responsible for, and this is what we're going to do. This is where most people stall. It's also where most people start to get resentful over a, a period of time, because no matter how big, there's only so many ways that you can adjust this little mix to make them feel like they're they're a valued member of the organization, right? You, you can only get so many promotions. You can only get a, a size of a team so big. And then at a certain point, you've got to get up to above MD. You've got to get above a managing director into the C-suite. But many people aren't capable of executing at that level because they've never been told how to execute at the C-suite level. And that's where we get to level three, which is enterprise thinking and enterprise mindset. So when I talk to uh, my clients who have a desire to get from this phase two to phase three, step two to step three, this team mindset, they say, I should be you know, chief marketing officer, I could do that. Or I should be chief uh, I don't know, communications officer or chief um, operations officer. You know, I could do all those things. You know, I should be in that seat and that's where I want to be. And the fact that they don't do that, I don't, you know, I, they need to recognize my greatness. So my first question typically for them is, okay, you have a board meeting on Friday. What are you going to talk about? And when we have these types of conversations and they pause and they start to think, say, okay, what actually would I present at the board? Or what's your strategy for five years for, for the marketing organization? What's your strategy for five years from an operational standpoint? And when we start to think beyond just this theoretical into something I actually have to deliver on this, it's suddenly a very different type of question because it becomes overwhelming. And that's a big differentiator for the people who get to the C-suite and the people who don't are the people who could think about this super macro level of thinking and filter it, communicate it down so that people can, can understand it. And it's, it's fundamental strategic planning. That's what it is. It's the ability to take a look at a macro vision and this is beyond. Enterprise thinking isn't just a team. This is now what's best for the organization. When you're talking to a board or you're presenting to the C-suite, you have to think beyond your particular area. And how is this going to impact from a competition standpoint? What are market dynamics going to do to our organization? Where do we want to be? I'm making decisions now that, is, that are going to have implementation in five years. You know, what, you know, what's the vision of the culture that I want to drive? These are very different questions than just we need to produce something so that the rest of the organization can use it. And so there's a very different level of thinking. And if you want to get to that level, you know, I've talked last time. What did I talk about last week? The, the leadership question. If you want to talk about, you know, how to get there from a leader perspective is how are you going to communicate this to the people around you? Now, when you're communicating to the C-suite, like we've said before, if you could show that you're thinking about this from a macro industry competition standpoint, they're going to think about you in a different way. And so that's the big jump that people have to make. It's the big struggle when we move from phase two to phase three 
to say, you know what, I run this uh, marketing group. Now I'm the chief marketing officer. All of a sudden, your conversations are very different because now you're talking a lot about theory. How do you take theory and put it into practice? And how do you drive managers of managers to communicate that story? And it's very difficult. So when we think about you in particular, the the enterprise level shareholder element, um, what are you doing to think about that in your particular role? And this is relevant for entrepreneurs too. Uh, you know what? I should probably talk about entrepreneurship in a, in a minute or for a minute is that you have to run this full scale. If you're a sole proprietor or one person who just runs your little organization, whatever it is, you've got to run this gamut, which is it's mind-blowing how, how difficult that can be to run from individual, I have to do this little, I have to type up my social media little calendar, all the way up to um, what strategic partnerships can I build uh, over the next two years to make sure that my business is in place. So it's still these three levels, and I like to categorize my work into these three types of levels of what I need to do for each of these. And I'm finding now I'm hiring people for individual contributor aspects to say, I need you to just do this, need you to just do this. But thinking about where my head needs to be as I develop my own organization, my own, my own company, my own business. So enterprise level is a whole different animal than what we're dealing with on a day-to-day. There's a perspective that we need. There's a bigger corporate world. There are shareholders, boards, um, you know, competitions, industry, market dynamics, all those other things. So uh, most of us are not challenged like that on a day-to-day basis. We're just not. And you may think you are. You may think you're the greatest manager on the planet. You may think you have the greatest ideas that nobody listens to. Uh, but most of these, we're only thinking of our little teams, our own little individual contributorship. And we need to challenge ourselves to think at this enterprise macro, super macro level. And so what I would challenge you to do this week is, one, ask where you are on this journey. Okay, there's there's your three steps. You've got your individual contributor your team mindset, and then your enterprise mindset. Where are you? One, two, three. That's one. Then to get to the next phase, what are the questions you should be asking yourself now? Is there a way to be thinking about things differently? And it's not just, you know, I'm an individual contributor and I'm looking at how my boss manages people and I could do that so much better, so I should be a team manager. That's not what this is. Is, you know, if you are an individual contributor on a team, start to say, you know what, 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 what levers can I pull? What's the skill set of the people around me? And then maybe you can use that influence to say, I'm thinking about this in this way. So you go to the manager, you go to the people and say, hey, look, this person's really good at this. I think this would be a great uh, aspect to the organization. This is all the added value that people want for you to get your promotion at the organization. These are the ways that we need to be thinking about in terms of productivity, because at the end of the day, your organization is having very squeezed margins in terms of getting more bang for their buck out of every person at that organization. If you're not creating that value, you're going to be one of the people that gets cut out. So it's not just from a promotion. You know, we're good, we're rock stars, and I could do so much work, but we can also pigeon pigeonhole ourselves into these individual areas if we don't start to change the way that we think. So if you're thinking big, as we all should be, and you're thinking about your promotion, you're thinking about doing all kinds of good things, start thinking about the questions that you should be thinking about if you were in that role. And it's a fun just kind of meditation exercise. Do it, you know, over the weekend or whatever. You know, if I was the CEO, this is what I would do. And you start to recognize that there are a lot of things that we don't think about day to day. And it changes your perspective a bit at the organization. 
So that's my promotion mindset spiel in uh, 15 minutes. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was helpful. As always, reach out. I'd love to talk to you more about your promotion and getting you there and whatever it is that you need to do to, to execute and get your people thinking differently throughout the organization. That's what we do. So have a great week. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to seeing you out there soon. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon. Bellwether.